Welcome to Bible Platform, a half-hour radio broadcast ministry with Reverend Hansen Metal, the General Overseer of Christian Worship Center. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. Praise God. Thank you for joining me on this Bible platform. It's your place of hearing the word of God in its raw, unadulterated form. And we trust that by the grace of God, we are serving you and we are making some impact in your life. This morning, we continue our discourse on identifying the true church that Christ is building. And we're looking right now at the issue of how you can be able to identify a true church. You go into a geographical location different from where you are right now and you want to locate a true church or even right where you are right now you just want to know which church to attend and how you can design between the myriad of churches that which is the true church now we are doing this against the background that jesus has warned us that there will be a lot of false prophets in the system and they are here already they are running around all over the place. And so you should be able to discern and determine for the sake of your soul. For the sake of your soul. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Now, the only true interpreter of the scriptures, the Holy Bible, is the Holy Bible. Is the Holy Bible. And it takes the Holy Spirit enlightening our mind to understand the Holy Bible. Let me read from Acts chapter 2 verse 42. Acts 2 42. That's our key scripture. Because this scripture is a scripture that gives us a perfect picture of four important things that identify a true church of Christ. Last week, I spoke on number one extensively that has to do with the apostles' doctrine. As 2.42 reads, they, referring to the believers, devoted themselves to the apostles' doctrine. They devoted themselves. It was not a wishy-washy thing. It was not a gathering of, I come, I don't know anything. I'm not reading my Bible. I have no personal prayer life. I've come to sit down for the prophet to tell me what to eat and what to wear and who to marry. That is not the church of Jesus Christ. To tell me that every problem I have, somebody is responsible. So at the end of the day, I am not able to rise up and face my challenges and overcome them and take control of my own life and make impact by the help of God and with the help of the Holy Spirit as a child of God is supposed to do and to be. So we want to come on track. They devoted themselves. So if you have not devoted yourself to doctrine, to studying the Bible. You see, because anybody can take a verse in the Bible and justify anything he's doing. Anybody. And that's what a lot of false prophets do. They choose and pick. Touch not my anointed. Every one of us is anointed. Check the New Testament. Every one of us is anointed. We are all to live in peace and perfect harmony with one another. We are not to offend each other. And where there is offense, Jesus clearly gives us a pattern 
that will lead to repentance, not rejection, not cursing, not destroying people. So the church that Jesus is building, you want to be part of it, you must be devoted. Because the Bible says, Acts 2.42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' doctrine, number one. Number two, and to the fellowship. They devoted themselves to the fellowship. So if you are looking for a true church, look for a church where you become a part of the corporate body. All right? You become a part of the corporate body. You don't allow yourself to be sidelined. You give yourself to serving so that Christ's name will be glorified in the assembly of his people, in you and through you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah 42 verse 8. Now let me tell you this before I read that scripture. Isaiah 42 8. That you see, if you see a church where the man or woman who is supposed to be the prophet, the senior pastor, the bishop, or whatever title he carries, claims to see and know everything about everybody at any time, run for your life. I will explain to you why. Let me repeat that. I say if you, if you see a church or you want to join a church, where the bishop, the archbishop, the pope, the prophet, the whatever claims to see and know everything, everything, everything. He said, come and see me. I'll tell you everything about yourself and in fact anybody and everybody at any time. You are on dangerous ground. The Holy Spirit does not operate that way. That is fortune telling. That's a spirit that works through mediums. Not Holy Spirit manifestation. Listen. There are spirits that specializes in entrapping the souls of men. And those spirits use human beings. And for them to be able to be effective, they need cover. Their best cover is the name of Jesus and the Bible. Don't be fooled by it. Where a man is worshipped, whatever is called church, God in your God's people, where you can clearly see that a man is worshipped. When he stands up, he is hailed with shouts and appellations as a source of healing, as a source of power, as a source of deliverance. It is not the church of Jesus Christ who died on the cross, rose on the third day, ascended into heaven, and seated at the right hand of glory. It is not. Isaiah 42 verse 8. I am the Lord. That is my name. I will not give my glory to another or my praise to idols. I read that again. Isaiah 42, 8, New International Version. I am the Lord. That is my name. I will not give my glory to another or my praise to idols. Now, so this is the word of God. You go to John 17 and Jesus was praying. And Jesus said, the glory that you give to me, I give to them. Listen to me carefully. So we, so we share glory with Christ. But we share glory with Christ, a joint heirs with Christ. Not on the basis or understanding that we are equal to Christ. You go to Revelation chapter 5. 
heaven stands up for him. It was the lamb upon the throne. That when the seal could not be broken, he was the only one who could break the seal. After John, the beloved disciple, had the revelation for which he wrote the book of Revelation. The Bible tells us at the tail end of that encounter with the angel, a true angel of God. And angels are not human beings. Angels are spirit beings. They are spirit beings. They can manifest briefly in human form, but they do not stay in that form. Because even when they manifest in that form, they still maintain their spirituality. Like the angels who appear to Abraham. They did not stay with Abraham and establish themselves on earth. They had an assignment. And for them to be able to accomplish the assignment, they made themselves visible to Abraham, accomplished the assignment the same day, and they were gone. Hear me out and don't be deceived. God does not give his glory to anyone. And I can't imagine Peter, Paul, James, John standing in a church and they stand up and people are giving them applause and with appellations and with pomposity they stand up and say they have all power that all powers it is not both in the bible and in church history you will never find that for even christ himself even christ himself who is one with god the bible said he made himself of no reputation. He wouldn't tolerate being made king outside of the divine order. So be careful. Be extremely careful. And run away from any collection of people who set up a human being and hail him as, as the source of their deliverance and their healing and he accepts it. And people bow before him and he accepts it. It is contrary spirit in that person that they worship. For John said, after receiving the book of Revelation, and he said, and the angel who revealed these things to me, he wanted to worship the angel. The angel said, don't do it. I am just like you. So when you see people claiming to be what God has not made them and being worshipped and they accept it, wrong. Don't go there. I'm here for the sake of your soul. My assignment is about soul. You are listening to The Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. Don't go away. We will be right back. Tune in to The Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. This and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM. And your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continued. For what shall he profit a man if he gains the whole world? The whole world. I mean the whole world. The whole world. Now you can't even go where you want to go. A pandemic has put a full stop. It's regulating how we move. A small virus is determining where we go and what we do. He asking us not to breathe freely like we want to breathe. Until we find a solution to it, nose mask has become part of our identity. Be careful. And all of a sudden, all the prophets are in nose masks. Prophets who know everything and can heal everything and can cure everything. Beloved, 
God says, I am the Lord. That is my name. I will not give my glory to another or my praise to idols. So those who tell you the idols are the same, we are all worshiping the same God and you know, you come and you pour libation and you are okay. You are not okay. There's a difference between the God of the Bible and all other gods on the face of the earth. Catch it and you'll be saved. So as I'm saying, the spirit that works in every place you go is not necessarily the spirit of God because they the spirit of God. Watch out. First John chapter 4 verse 1. First John 4 1. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit. Passionate plea. Dear friends, do not believe every spirit. I know for us as Africans, we are very spiritual. Everything we do relates to spirit. A child is born, you watch the ceremonies that goes with the outdooring. It might be connected to ancestors, libation being poured, all this kind of stuff. Somebody dies, spirit. Must be dedicated, the body, things must be done to make sure that he goes to rest with the ancestors. We are very spiritual. But you see, when you become a Christian, you got to take a decision. Which spirit you submit to? You cannot mix rice and sand and cook it and eat it and enjoy it. The difference is clear. So the Bible says, dear friends, do not believe every spirit. Every human being carries a spirit. Every gathering of people called church, there is a spirit or spirits that operate. And you cannot just believe a spirit because somebody saw you and said, yeah, you were born on this date or you went to this school. And so what? And so what? Then you open your life and then they begin to tell you why all these things are wrong with you and why you are not doing this. I'm not saying there are two prophets. Some of these things can be true. But a lot, a lot are from demonic sources. I'll tell you what. If you are a Christian and you want to stay safe and sound, you want to live a very victorious life, I give you the key. Trust and obey. Two. Two keys. Trust and obey. No matter what evil they plan against you, if you are obedient and submissive to God, you are obedient to the word and you are submissive to the Holy Spirit, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You don't need to be running around finding who is doing what. God will make a way where there is no way. That is the life the apostles of old lived. And that is the way those who know the truth and the light of Christ live. They live by faith, not in fear. Job said, the things that I fear, those are the very things that have happened to me. Wake up. Kick the fear. Keep the faith. That is the way to go. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. You see, so dear friends, do not believe every spirit, number one, but test the spirits. The things we should be occupied with, we are not concerned about those things at all. The simple instructions we have been given to keep us safe, to keep us strong spiritually, we are not keeping those instructions. This is a clear-cut instruction. It said, don't believe every spirit. We run around looking for any spirit to talk through anybody claiming to be a prophet about us. And the more scary it is, the more accommodating we are to swallow it up. So there are many of us, we are already dead before we get to the grave. Don't die before your time. 
When they say you fail, tell them you will succeed. Their words cannot cancel what God has said in his word. Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper. Take that as the word because the spirit back in it is the Holy Spirit. He said the righteous shall fall seven times. He will rise again. So if a spirit comes to me, anybody comes to me, maybe even be a true prophet. And he comes to me and saying that you, I saw you fall. I saw this. Fine. But I will rise again. I'm not afraid of the fall. It is humanly possible. So what? The point is this. I will rise again. I'm not going to stay on the ground. And I tell you what, this voice speaking to you has fallen too many times. I don't, I, I've lost count. But at any given time, by the help of God, I rise. And check me out. I still believe in the Bible. Go tell the righteous. It shall be well with them. So as long as I am not dead and I'm alive, I have hope it shall be well. And I'm not opening myself up for any false prophet to take my destiny for granted. I'm encouraging you. If you had some weird prophecy, it may even be some weird dream that came to you this midnight. You can take authority. The Bible gives clear-cut instruction. If it has put fear in you, remember the Bible said, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of boldness. Wait on the Lord. And when I say wait, I mean wait. Wait. Spend time fasting. Praise. Don't run around telling anybody. Begin a fast immediately. And ask God to turn it around. Study the scriptures. It always happens. It always happens. When the people of God have their back against the wall, they fasted. God intervened. They fasted. The principles are the same. And Jesus said, and when you fast, he didn't say, and if you fast. That means conditional. He said, and when. Because he expects us to fast. Take your destiny into your own hands. Test the spirits. Why? To see whether they are of God. I'm reading First John 4, 1. Test the spirits. Assignment. Brother, sister, test the spirit to see whether they are of God. That means some of the manifestations, the spiritual manifestations you see and I see are not of God. So test them. And what is the litmus test? What is the yardstick for testing them? The Bible, the holy book. Hallelujah. Test the spirits to see whether they are of God. And then he gives us the key reason why he said we should test. He said, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Beloved, I want you to know this. God has already warned you and I. Number one, not to believe every spirit. Number two, to test the spirits. Before you begin to blame God about a false prophet having taken advantage of you, ask yourself, did I test the spirit that was in operation against the word of God? Ask yourself, did I choose to believe just any manifestation? You got to do these things. Why? Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. They are breeding their kind. And they are breeding very fast. John the Baptist called them brood of vipers. Brood of vipers. They are not one, they are not two. They are uncountable. They are breeding their kind. And while they, they breed their kind, they fleece the flock. The little that you have, they will take it away from you. They will say, the spirit says, give me your car key. Give me your arm. And for whatever reasons, some of times you hear some of these things and you wonder, where did the brain of God's people go? 
want you to note something before I round up for today. According to the scriptures we have read, they are not few. They are not few. They are many. Matthew 24, 4, Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you. Probability and possibility of being deceived is spelled out clearly in this verse of scripture. Matthew 24, 4. Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you. That means if you don't watch out, someone or some people will deceive you. Then he continued, For many will come in my name. <laughs> in whose name will they deceive you? In his name. Claiming I am the Christ and will deceive many. Now watch the key word there, many and many. You see, you are hearing what you are hearing today, beloved, because God does not want you to be one of the many victims of the false prophets. Now let me take you to another warning in the same book of Matthew 24, 11. Matthew 24, 11. And many false prophets will appear and they will deceive many. Scary. Please don't let the miracles fool you. Matthew 24, 24 has this to say. For false Christ and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and miracles. To deceive even the elect, the born again, if that were possible. So you can be in church for how many years? I don't know. But these guys are coming with a devilish, annoying, so deceptive, ferocious wolves that if you don't watch, they will wipe you out. First Timothy 4, 1 and 2. The Spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon their faith. I hope and pray and believe that you will not be one of those some. Some will abandon their faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. So you are in a church, Bible-believing church, Holy Spirit-filled church. You are taught how to pray. You are taught to evangelize. You are taught, and then they come around and they tell you, oh, that's a waste of time. You must see miracles. You must, and then you leave the path of light and follow the darkness. Jesus has warned you. And here Paul is telling Timothy that their teachings come through hypocritical lies whose consciences have been seared as with hot iron. When you hear some of the blasphemous behaviors of some of these false prophets as they are beginning to surface now, Beloved, you will understand why Bible describes their conscience as being seared with hot iron. They have no shame. They have no moral compass. Run for your life. May the good Lord bless you. I'm your friend. Doing the master's will. Saving souls. Equipping them to serve the Christ. See you again next week, God willing. Stay blessed. And bye for now. for listening to Bible Platform. For questions, prayers, and counseling, contact Reverend Metal on 0244-239024. 0244-239024. Thank you for listening. Tune in same time next week. God bless you. Your